องโอ้สปอร์ตเอ็กโอ้สปอร์ตเอ็กโอ้สปอร์ตเอ็กโอ้สปอร์ตยูเรดี้ฟอร์เอ็กโอ้สปอร์ตเฮ้เฮ้เฮ้เฮ้ Welcome to EXO Sports episode number 32. Fellas, we are back. The band is back together. Let's get it popping, y'all. Let's get it popping. What's up, fellas? What's yeah, going what's on? What's up? What? You must have been doing out there. You must have been an eighth grader in a John Madden football oh, game. Man. Hey, yeah, <laughs> they, they can't handle me. They don't want none of me. Oh, you don't man. want none of me, <laughs> <laughs> fellas. What's good, man? What is what's good, good brother? Hey, what's man. good? What's good? How are you doing, doing it, bro? Right. We good, good. Yeah, man. Glad to see everybody. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's good to be seen, bro. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's good Malcolm, to be seen. Tell me about that subscribe button, please. I want to thank everyone all over the world who's been watching. You know, EXO Sports, all the subscribers. You know, we got Germany, Canada, we got you know Philippines. I want to thank everyone for watching, and continue to hit the subscribe button. Please tell a friend. We're on all your streaming platforms, Apple. Uh, we're on all your your streaming networks. Uh, also, please continue to watch the show and tell a friend. Also, thank you for watching. That's it. Absolutely, yes, definitely. Tune in, Terry. everybody. Yeah. Terry. At this time, our deepest condolences go out to the individuals dealing with the aftermath of the devastating tornadoes that swept through parts of Kentucky last week. Our hearts go out to those who lost their lives, and we are keeping the families who lost loved ones because of this tragedy in our prayers. If anyone watching or listening in would like to help with the relief efforts currently going on, you can do so by reaching out to organizations such as the American Red Cross, the Team Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund, the Salvation Army, and Relevant Church, which is located in Mayfield, Kentucky. These organizations have put together fundraisers, donation drives, and more to aid in the recovery and relief for the citizens of Kentucky. Yeah, Amen. Definitely. Amen. Yeah, man. Complete tragedy. They yeah. were um, talking on the news how some families don't have homeowners insurance. Wow. And just lost wow. their house. It's. Um, Truly devastating what happened down there. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we are praying Biden. for you. Yes. yes. Praying, praying for everyone down there. <clears throat> yes. Yep. Another sad news um, from the NFL family. NF, former NFL player Demarius Thomas was found dead at his home in Roswell, Georgia on last Thursday. Based on preliminary information, his death stemmed from a medical issue, Officer Tim Lupa 
of Roswell Police Department said, Thomas played 10 seasons in the NFL, most of them with the Denver Broncos, and is considered one of the best wide receivers in Bronco history, winning two AFC championships and played in Super Bowl 50, where they won the Super Bowl. He was selected to multiple Pro Bowls and is second all-time in Broncos history in receiving yards. He truly will be missed. Demarius Thomas, dead at the age of 33. I just a uh, quick note. I just remember watching the Denver Broncos and the quarterback. Tim Tebow. Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow. I knew who he was going the, Yep. The game had went to overtime. And it was on the line. Philadelphia against uh, Pittsburgh. And well. Tim Tebow mm-hmm. threw the football to Demarius Thomas. On a slant. On a slant route. Um, yes. On a slant. And he was gone. Yes. And yep. I looked. I said, who is this big wide receiver Yep. moving like oh. a jet? And it <laughs> was, was him. Gone. It was Never yeah. forget the young man. Oh, yeah. I yeah. ran everybody on there. I ran the mm-hmm. whole secondary. But that was a big. Yeah. I, I mean, he's going to be missed. Uh, truly, um, truly condolences well, out to his family. Yeah. Young man, truly, our condolences go out to the family. Yeah. Condolences out to the Bronco family Absolutely. also. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, this was something we felt that was coming near the end of the season, but the owners said, you know what? You gotta go. Former Head coach Urban Myers fired as the Jacksonville Jaguars coach. You're fired. There's a surprise. <laughs> okay. Uh, Terry, how do you feel? Um, well, we like we said, we 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 kind of seen saw this coming. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a lot a lot of controversy that went on um with him this year first year as an NFL coach. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some things that you, that were in the news. There's some things that some team things, in-house things that uh, didn't get out, but were going on. So it, it doesn't surprise me. Um, he just, and, and there were rumblings that he just didn't have control of the team. So um, Jaguars did what they needed to do. Um, you, you have to, you have to have the players all on one accord all have to be playing for each other and you know there were reports that he was kind of separating the locker room there were other reports of you know the people he hired um players start were questioning him bringing in tim tebow uh as a tight end no tight end experience uh you know these are all guys not just players but uh people on the jaguar staff that have been there for years know how to run an nfl team that were kind of questioning, you know, what his motives were and what he was doing. So, you know, writing was on the wall. Emerson. Well, 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 Mr. Urban Meyer, uh, he said fired. And I just want to add this to this is the NFL, which means not for long if you keep <laughs> coaching like that. So he's gone. And I'm not surprised. 
Uh, I am a little surprised because I, when I started seeing some of the things, as Terry uh, just stated, uh, bringing Tim Tebow in to play tight end, uh, what are we doing here? I just didn't understand some of the moves he was making. And this is the NFL. If you don't perform up to task, you're gone. But I would like to see them bring in Byron Leftwich as a coach. That's one of my candidates um, that I would love to see at that job. He played there in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. He's currently on the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers staff now as the OC. I would love to see Byron Leftwich get that job. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, uh, maybe Don Wink Martindale, defensive coordinator now um, with the Ravens. I would love to see some of those guys get the chance. They better. They might want to call Sean Payton to see if he still wants to stay down there in New Orleans. Um, we don't know what's going to happen to Mike Zimmer after this year. Those are some of the names I have right now that could replace him immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, Byron Le- Leckwich is with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm as sorry, Tampa, yeah. Yeah. Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm no sorry, problem. Tampa Bay. Yeah, You'll yes. be teased about that later on when yes, we're yes, off the Tampa air. Yes, Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, um, bad newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he didn't want to. My thing is, he just went for the money anyway. He only took the Jaguars job because he knew he was getting that first round pick. So once he got that first round pick, he knew who it was going to be. You know, the kid from uh, Clemson, the quarterback, you know, the number one overall pick. But he did what he did, and they, they threw him a boatload of money. And as he got there and he went through the training camp and everything and through the season, I don't think the guys wanted to play for him anymore. You can't control a team if the guys don't want to play for you. So those are grown men. You don't go around kicking your kicker, no pun intended, <laughs> kicking your kicker, saying, you know, you know, make the freaking kick next time, you know, start making your darn kicks or whatever. You know, I mean, it doesn't show any professionalism. Where's your profession? I mean, I understand you can be, be rate and be little, you know, a couple of players. You got to know how to handle your players. Absolutely. And he, and he couldn't handle his players yeah. to save his life, you know? So, and what it is, he, like I said, these aren't kids coming in college. We all know that he's a great college coach. No doubt three rings, you know, mm-hmm. three national championships. Nobody's ever doubting that. Not, but it takes not at all. It, the difference between college and pros. That's two different animals right there. You know, NFL. you have to deal with a lot of egos who got who getting paid more money than you. Some of them, mm-hmm. you know, they might have hired you to get paid. But I'm telling you right now, these dudes got family and lives. They ain't gonna let you kick them. I don't care who you are. So, like you said, it, it is what it is. It was like I said, the writing was on the wall. He wanted out. It's no secret. He wanted that USC job. Everybody know it. But. He couldn't find a way to get out soon enough. Brian. Yeah. And my, my thing will be the damage that is done. Um, will Trevor Lawrence be able to bounce back from the atmosphere and the position he was put in? Um, as y'all all agreed and said, you can kind of see everything was not going right when you have a rookie quarterback and you bring in Tebow and try to put him at tight end, Mm. you you don't do that. You know, you definitely don't even entertain that. You don't do anything like that. So that just kind of shows he he thought he can do what he wanted to do in this league. And that's not the way it goes. So we'll see what he does. Will he get another opportunity? Probably so. They say no, but you know, in college, so. definitely. Not in the pros, not in the NFL. Oh, yeah. No, no, not in the NFL. You'll well, get it in college because there'll be a program that's down there that says we need them. 
But well, he shouldn't even get okay. that. Yeah, he ha- he has to stay away from those lap dances too. I'm I'm sorry. I, I think um, <laughs> I think with with Allegedly. Urban Meyer, Allegedly. No, we seen that. With, <laughs> video evidence. Yeah. With um, for me with Urban Myers, he had a nice cushy job over at um Fox, doing college. Um, a host on um for the college footballs on Saturday. Mm-hmm. you're sitting there you're looking at all these young players and then you get a call from the nfl hey i want you to come and coach my team mm, yeah well here's here's the money and you start saying to yourself i can coach in the nfl i can do this but then all of a sudden you begin to see how much work you got to do. The grind. <laughs> the grind. <laughs> the grind, yes. <laughs> because now you're the words. one. Yeah. You've got you've to pick out the players. And so you say, you know what? Hey, Tim, come on over here. Let's see if you still got it. That was a red flag right off the hop putting Tim Tebow as a tight end. Still got it. He never played the position. Never. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And for me as an owner, when you go out and you're getting a lap dance as a head football coach. A lap dance? I'm being nice. Yes, you are. (laughs) You're fired. Because you don't want to be here. A lap dance? Because no, no, you, coaches can get a lap dance, just don't get caught on camera. He <laughs> wanted to get caught on camera. In his own restaurant. He wanted, he wanted to get caught on camera because he was looking for an exit. If you're a man in leadership of men, you already know the do's and the nots. And he decided to do it. Yeah. So, no. Goodbye. Dance. And off off to college, wherever you want to go, you go hang out with Emerson. Uh, <laughs> There's a, a good influence. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, guys, who should replace Urban Myers in Jacksonville? Malcolm. Well, Brother Emerson gave you like 15 names. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean it's hard for me to choose anybody outside of that. So I agree with him. I like to see Eric Bieniemy get it. I like to see, uh, you know, Byron Leftwich. I agree with. I can agree with that also. You know, give the give those young men a chance. You know, because they know football. They're not just sitting there on the sidelines being a pansy. They know football. Uh, it's time for them to give you know some of these these young coaches more more of a chance. And Eric Bieniemy's been through the grind, so he knows. He's also a uh, Super Bowl winning coach. Yep. Yes. So I would like to see that, you know. He deserves me a myself. Me myself, yes. Emerson. I I, I like I like Byron Leftwich just because he has a connection with that fan base there in Jacksonville. Um, you know, and I, I think um he would be uh, a great um I'm not taking anything from Eric B. Enemy, but I, I, I like Byron Leftwich because um they they know him, that, that fan base knows him, and I think it'd be a perfect marriage for them. Mm. Terry. 
Yeah, I have to agree with Malcolm <clears throat> and Emerson. Um, pick one, one of the one of the two, Byron Leftwich or Eric Bieniemy. Um, maybe Byron Leftwich is a better fit, as Emerson said, because he's familiar with the fan base. Uh, I would imagine that he's familiar with the organization and the staff, or at least some of the staff that's there. He knows what they're looking for. Um, within the franchise. So it might be a perfect fit. Um, you can't do any worse. Brian. Yeah. And I concur with that. Uh, I like the home grown of Byron Lech, which going there to Jacksonville, uh, Eric B I'm hoping that he will be getting a job in Chicago. Um, so hopefully both of these talented individuals deserve the opportunity and we'll get the opportunity to show what they can do as the head coach. Okay. If I'm Byron Lekwich, I'm staying in Tampa Bay because the coach there, Bruce Aarons gave him the job as the office of coordinator. Bruce Aarons is going to push for him to become the head football coach there. The only thing that's problem that's going to hurt him is hopefully they may have a quarterback to step in his place. That's why I would leave. Yeah, ain't no Brady coming back through there. But yeah. for me, I'm going to look at this as an owner. I would want Mike Tomlin there. And the reason why I say Mike Tomlin is for these reasons. One, Tampa Bay hasn't won anything in the last four years. They've made it to the playoffs. Did you say you Tampa mean, Bay? You mean Tampa Bay Jackson, or Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Oh, you want to tease okay. me about that? Oh, the Byron Leftwich <laughs> thing. Oh, we're going to talk about you after the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, let's go. Let's go, buddy. Meanwhile, the technical back. difficulties. That's yeah, all. Meanwhile back, at the, meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> Jacksonville needs a winning coach down there. Oh. <laughs> From what this from <laughs> from what the coach has done, Urban Myers, you need somebody oh. with a proven track record, oh, and that's going to bring stability to the organization. Because with those young kids in there, you need somebody that's going to have a ring as a head coach, and come in there and grab the bull by the horns. And I think Mike Tomlin, I love the guy, but I think it may be time for him to move on. And if you move on to Jacksonville, you've got a franchise quarterback right there that you can run a 10-year run. Mm. So okay. so you're giving up on your coach, bro? I didn't say I would give up. I said as an owner. I said, if well, I, I said that in the beginning. Oh, I said, oh, I'm God. looking at it as an owner, not as a fan. Because as an mm. owner, I just shelled out a boatload of money to this guy. And because I fired him, I still have to pay that contract hmm. out of all his shenanigans. I'm still on the hook for that. I, I think there might be some technicalities in there with that contract when they go to no. court. I don't know. You nah, don't, they don't. have to, they have to they probably him. have a clause. They probably have a clause. Sure, he'll he'll sure get a buyout. Stuff. He'll get a buyout. There's some stuff. He'll get all his coaches. Un, un, unless coaches really do something yeah. extreme. Their contracts are pretty much guaranteed. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, get his you, money. If you go back to um, 
I believe you. No, no. no I... uh, the Raiders, mm-hmm. Al Davis. You, if you recall, he didn't want to pay Kiffin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Kiffin had to take him to court to get his money. He got it. Yep. And Al Davis was dead wrong, but Al Davis was like, I don't care. I'm going to make you go through the procedure anyway. So he did Gruden, that to more than one coach. Gruden, he did Gruden's, that coaches Gruden's getting that yes. whole hundred million. That's what you're telling me. And what I want to say, G, yeah, you talk about Levwich staying in Tampa and uh, the coach giving them the team. That team is all. It will be all. Yeah. You got to get out of there. Why? When, when mm. Brady go, Gronk going with him. Gronk. Uh, yep. Evans, they've been in the league a while. Wow, AB. But here's the problem: starting over. That owner has no track history with Byron. Yes, he do now. But not in Jacksonville. He wasn't. You bring you bring Byron there. You got seventy million dollars of cap space this year. When Byron was playing, seventy million dollars. When Byron was playing, he was not this. The owner now wasn't. But does that matter? The fan base, the fan He's base, still a former player. who we won. Yeah, but you got to look at it from the for, forget about the fan base. Oh no, that's who, that's who buys that's the who tickets. That's who buys the tickets. Fan base, if I'm the, if I, forget I about said, the fan base. If I'm the owner, did he just say that? I'm looking. <laughs> wait a minute, because we, as an owner, you said gotta, forget about the fan base. No, as far as me selecting who's going to run my organization. Do you get emotional with the who the fans want, or do you look I at it you. from a business perspective? Okay, listen, he doesn't a have to pick business. the team, he's just got to coach it. They're not telling him to be GM, well, even if you coach a team mm-hmm. a la the Chicago Bears. Hold on, let me, let me look. wait, hold on, hold on for one Go second. Ahead. Is the Chicago Bears head football coach terrible? Yes, yeah. So, would you get would you let him interview for Jacksonville? No. But you well, don't know probably, that yet. probably will. <laughs> so, I mean, in certain cases, as an organization, you may say, yes, Byron is young, but do you want more of a veteran head football coach coming in? Let's Does say, it matter now? All I know is offensive minded for your quarterback. I, yep. For a rookie quarterback, well, second year quarterback. McFay, McFay didn't have no experience. Right. Uh, Shanahan didn't have no experience. Exactly. Uh, 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 What's my man from uh, Arizona? The, Arizona? the list coach, goes on and on. The coach got fired from it look, it goes um, Texas on and on. Tech. And he had no experience in the it NFL. And all three on. of them got hired. So, bro, it, Byron left with needs to get a trip, get a, get a chance. Let's so what's, 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 what's the thing on Airbnb then? What you got against him? I have nothing against him. I, I have nothing against Airbnb. So all who, I'm who, saying is, all I'm saying is from what you had with Urban Myers coming in, who was supposed mm-hmm. to, who came came in with three college national championships, <laughs> and acted like a college frat boy mm. with Jacksonville. Now, do I want to mm-hmm. go young, or do I want somebody to come in and Don't stable my organization, stable my football days. team? You're going to oh. age now. Age yeah. doesn't matter. If you know football, you know football. It, Who's a better? We, we see the wonder kid out there in LA with the Rams. The wonder yep. kid. That's the what wonder I call kid. him. I call him the wonder kid. Yep. I I got to go with the offensive minded quarter uh, coordinator. Yes. Uh, coordinator. Head coach, you have a but coordinator. franchise quarterback. N- franchise. 
Trevor Lawrence. Let's go. All right. Yeah. We go. can stay here all day. Um, <laughs> move on. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, man. So there we go. Yes. College football and NHL update. Emerson, please. All righty. Listen, we, let's, let's, let's hit the NHL first. Um, I just want to send a big shout out right now to the Anaheim Ducks, who's just playing um, tremendous hockey right now in the world of hockey. Um, they have a young, inspiring team, and they're just surprising a lot of people with the behind the leadership of Ryan G. Um, they look really good right now. I know the power rankings have been going back and forth with some of the other major teams that have been well-established, but the Anaheim Ducks right now are playing some of the best hockey um, around. So we we just going, we going to ride this out. And like I always say, that Stanley Cup is right around the corner. But they've been having a lot of um, protocol issues with uh, due to COVID. Um, a lot of players are out due to COVID, uh, COVID protocols. Um, they Some of them have been on restrictions to travel only from the hotel to the arena and or to their home. Um, it's really getting really bad. Um, I just hope that players can stay safe. They find a safe haven and so that they can get through this season because they're already talking about some games may be postponed. Um, they're also talking about the Olympics not being held. They're um, supposed to go to the Olympics. Um, that may not happen because they may have to play games that they're, they're postponing um, or the possibility of being postponed. So there's a lot going on. So over 100 players. And they're also talking now about some of the safety. There's been some really, really um, hard hits um, here in hockey. And we know that's a violent game, a very violent game in the National Hockey League. You got to be a tough you got to be a big boy to play in the, in the National Hockey League, I'm telling you. So they're trying to find out ways that they can protect the players without taking away that that physical nature of the hockey uh, of the National Hockey League. So Don't do that's what I have. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. been the talk. That's been the talk. Over in the world of college football, we had our annual Navy and Army game with Navy pulling it out 17 to 13. Listen, this is over like the 122nd meeting of this great series that's been going on forever. Um, what a great, great game. The Navy shipmen pulled it out. Um, it was an exciting game. It's always an exciting time to see Navy and Army play one of the historical games in college football. Um, what a great, great game. But the, the top of the news today, um, to see the signing of Travis Hunter um, denouncing his throne, <laughs> as Eddie Murphy said, and coming to America um, from Florida State and going to a historical black college university. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. State yeah. With the Big. one, the only prime time Deion Sanders, how he was able to pull that off. It's only prime time could do. And I'm just saying, I think this is something that's going to open up a, a major door for other major players going to these historical black colleges. I think it's going to be great. Um, Jackson State has a big um, championship game this weekend playing against yep. South Carolina State. Um, they are favored to win that game. Prime time, prime time. He knows how to reel them in. I think um, he's going to be able to um, bring in some more top players but i gotta talk about all the transfers that are going on in college football right now 
teams are trying to sign players, are trying to get players to commit to their university. And before they can do it, somebody else has grabbed them. They're already transferring somewhere else, transferring to another university. So there's a lot going on in college football right now as far as the transfer protocol is going on. But I want to say this, though. um, Texas A&M got some of the top players um, in the early signing periods, and they're getting ready to be a powerhouse. We know they shocked Alabama this year. Look out for Texas A&M to be one of the top teams um, coming into next year. We know Alabama just reloaded. They actually signed a homegrown right here from Connecticut, Tyler Booker. Yes. All right. Tyler mm, Booker yes. from yeah. Connecticut. Connecticut. Six yes. foot five, 325 pounds, came out, out of IMG. the IMG Ooh, Academy. IMG. And he's going to Alabama. And big ups to the Booker family. We send a yes. shout out to you. Congratulations. Some yes, good congratulations friends of ours. We know them. They're like family to us. So we want to send a big shout out to Tyler Booker going to Alabama, right here from Connecticut. Homegrown, y'all. So, and we're going to get ready for those big games. December 31st, Michigan and Georgia, Alabama and Cincinnati. Get ready. It's going to be a great time on New Year's Eve. That's the world of college football. Uh, Nice. Let me say something about college football, if you don't mind. Uh, One, it's so awesome to see Dion and HBCUs signing these athletes. See, don't forget now, with this new, you're able to pay the endorsements to these college players now. They can basically Mm -hmm. pick their own team now. You know what I mean? Yes. They don't have to go to the Ohio States, the Michigans, or the Georgia, or the Alabamas. They can go wherever they want and still Anywhere they want. They're still going to get paid their endorsement money and everything. I thought it was excellent. And don't forget, like you said, you said it. You took the words right out of my mouth. Don't forget, Dion's not done. The transfer portal, the the transfer portal hole, that portal... That's yep. coming too for Dion. Dion got some of those yep. coming. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, he got some of those coming. Like I said, yep. it's great to see these athletes shine in these HBCUs. I said it before. And they're right. transferring, Malcolm, yes. as we speak by the as hour. As we speak. As we yes. speak. They, yes. they said text messages are going out to all different players throughout the country. They Listen, man, I'm, I'm coming good. to where Jackson you are. State. I'm they going go there. Tennessee I'm State. going there. Yep. They can yep. go anywhere. <laughs> They can go to Tennessee State. They can go to South Carolina State. They can go to Norfolk State. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. This this segment here um, brings us to Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. I mean, excuse me, Coach Sanders. Yes. Should Coach Coach uh, Deion Sanders move to Division I college football? Emerson. I like Deion staying right where he's at right now. Build up that program there at Jackson State. Um, to bring in some more top recruits. Who wouldn't want to play for Deion Sanders? They've seen all the highlights on him, all the big-time moments in the NFL and both in college. He's a major draw right now. For, te- for teams. he He's a major draw. Who wouldn't want to play for him? Especially if you're playing on the defensive side of the ball. He's he's prime time. He's he's prime time. He's prime time. Mm. Yeah. Terry. Uh, like Emerson said, I, I like to see him stay um, there for another three to four, maybe five years. Um, build that program up Um to the point where if he does decide to leave, it's a program that's sustainable, can get good players to come in and they still, they're still winning games. Um, You know, Hey, maybe he's, maybe you bring him down to uh, Jacksonville. If you you worried about the fans, Mm. you know, that, you know, that name, that name carries, (laughs) carries a lot of weight. 
yeah. in the NFL. So something to think about. But I like to see him stay put. Malcolm. Obvious, I would love for Deion to stay there. It's great for HBCUs. First of all, like you said, not just Jackson State. I was saying you got Tennessee State. They got uh, they got George there coaching. You got mm-hmm. Delaware State. You mm-hmm. got Howard. You got these other schools: the South Carolina State, yep. Texas. I mean, uh, what is that? Um, North Carolina A and T. A and T. The list goes on. Yes, these schools. My thing is, we want the recruits to go to all of them college and the HBCUs. I mean, mm-hmm. what it is, they can still flourish and still get their shine on. My thing is, what it is, they mm-hmm. need to get together with that HBCU network. That's the key. I mean, let me know when you started because I want to invest. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Especially when they start when they start that because I feel once they get that HBCU uh, network going, that's going to help all the colleges. They don't just send it to one; they send it to all the colleges that are playing, whether it's basketball or football. Or baseball or tennis. Don't forget, we got some superstars in tennis too coming. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Pe- people yeah. don't realize it's just more than one sport. We just need that kickoff with Dion is right now. He's yeah. just the front of HBCU right now. And and I'm glad that it's hurt these other colleges. Look, hey, you made enough could, money throughout the years. Could you, you imagine? Ne- Malcolm, can you imagine? Money. They got SEC network oh, money, Big Ma- Ten network Malcolm. money. Can you please, imagine please. all the players that play for these top universities right now? Yes. They went all went to HBCU schools. Yeah. You know what we're talking about oh, right now? Man, I don't even please, know if some of the, uh, the other major man, shit. Please, major it would be major. Huh? I'm like major. I said, I'm representing my, my my Morgan State. My son goes to Morgan okay, State yeah, University yeah. right now. <laughs> As you can see, I'm MSU representing. You know, yeah. like I said, I'm paying for it. By the way, and uh, all right. <laughs> my thing is, we still have to get these going. With these HBCUs, I love it because I said it in basketball. Absolutely. If Zion would have signed with an HBCU when he came oh, out of goodness. high school, the networks would have followed him. Mm. So that would have been the start right there, and that would have been awesome. But like I said, we're not done. HBCUs not done. not done. Not done at all. Yep. Big up to Jacksonville and, and prime, prime time, time. Coach prime. prime. Don't time. forget, by the way. Coach Prime has NFL coaches on his staff. It's not just him they're going to. Yep. They go into that staff. That coaching staff is awesome. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Brian. And that's what I was just going to mention. It is, it is great what Dion is doing for the, the HBU and also for the athletes themselves. He's bringing players that have played in the league with that experience to pass that along to these younger uh, athletes. So you can't get that from a book. You can't. You can get it from players who haven't played the game, but getting it from people who have played the game at a high level is something that you you hold on to and you value that. Mm-hmm. But what he's doing is great. I like the way he's shining light on the on the the colleges, and I hope he stays put um, at least for another yeah, like T said, give another four or five years. And you, you, and, and this is well deserved. Athletes deserve this. They yes. have, they should have the opportunity to go where they want to go, and not be constricted. Definitely. By the way, in the last few years, uh, there wasn't an athlete draft in the draft from an HBCU, and I think that's crazy. You're gonna tell me there's not an athlete, or a defensive back, or a cornerback, or a wide receiver, or a safety, or heck, a running back. That didn't be hey, Walter Payton came from Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. All right. So well, Doug Williams came from Gremlin. Like I said, um, these are Super Bowl yep. winners. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Yes. 
that's oh, what can Michael Strahan, Texas yep. Southern, you know, but that's what can hurt a program mm -hmm. if you can't get your kids into the NFL because the big colleges with the TV revenue money can say, Exposure. I can get you on Saturday mm -hmm. prime time. So you, and Absolutely. some of them are eventually going to say you can go down there with Deion Sanders, but we're, I'm going to let you play on national television, put you in a better position to make money. Mm -hmm. And so Dion has already got one hand behind his back and he's going into the ring and he might get knocked out. Mm. That's what I he's trying to so. do. He's trying to make it a fair. Fight. I don't think trying, so. Yeah. He's trying to change all the that game. money. To change it. All that money is going to start. Um, fluttering right to the HBCU schools because yeah. when you're starting to get top-notch linemen and top-notch yeah, receivers, but, but, top, hang but on. when you got the yeah. revenue money I get coming it. in, like I get the it. big, like the Big Ten, SEC money. Oh, absolutely. So and they, they have gonna, major, major, major fun. You're going to need about yes. three more other colleges in Dion's division mm -hmm. to become better. It will happen. I see it. So you, can, so you can build television revenue. This just opened up a whole new playbook. And we're going to yes. open up a new playbook in the NBA. Cha, 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 cha. With Malcolm NBA update. Yes, yes. The NBA is doing great. Oh, my God. Brooklyn Nets are playing ball. Kevin Durant scored 51 uh, this past week. And He's I don't know why it was so silent. He He's just a bucket gets buckets. Machine. The He's man a bucket can score. The Kevin Durant is one of the top two, three players in the league, hands mm -hmm. down. And of course, Milwaukee's on the hills. You know, Milwaukee's starting to turn it around. Chicago's still Chicago in that East. You know, you know, you got Charlotte. I still keep an eye on Charlotte and Miami. When Miami gets healthy, they're going to be doing some things. But what's surprising me? I told you last week, Cleveland Cavaliers. They're oh, balling. Yeah. They get that kid Evan Mosley, and they got yes. uh, man Allen. Them kids are blocking everything that comes down the middle. Yo, they're playing yeah. great defense, and they got right. great scoring. Yo, they're doing a yep. great job. I'm telling you right now. As far yep. as the West, oh, we got we to gotta give it up. Come I'm on. A, I'm going to save that part. Say it. Golden State won, but they beat my <laughs> Knicks. But we're going to save that for later. Uh, we got Phoenix. Uh, Golden State still on top with Phoenix right on their heels. And the Utah Jazz are playing their butts off, you know. And we know, you know John Moran's been out for a while. But he's back and forth. But uh, Memphis is playing. You know, they're balling out. The Lakers are creeping up and down. They're hitting a couple of shots here and there. Yeah, some know, cheap careful. wins. Cheap wins. You know, they're, ta they're, taking, they're taking a couple of, you know, Geritol <laughs> pills to get them ahead, you know. <laughs> how that goes. And, and it's just a matter of the NBA. But at the bottom, man, I'm, I'm disappointed in Portland. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. They're, 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 they're 11 and 18. What what's gonna happen with Lillard? What's gonna happen? Is, does gonna he have have trade him, but the key is everybody wants they want the kitchen sink for him. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and don't 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 worry, they're not gonna swap mm. Ben Simmons for Damon Lillard. I no. can't see it happening because mm. they're gonna be like, we don't want to get worse, we want to get better. Mm. You know, so it is what it is. I mean, at the bottom of that, you know, it's like I said, it's just shocking seeing a team <clears> of that caliber with those two scorers on that team. And with Damian Lillard, who everybody loves, the guy's just a phenomenal player, you know? Oh, and yeah. 
You just hope his Phenomenal. team can put it together. They just never had the defense to stop anybody. They can't you know? stop nobody. They don't have an enforcer. They don't have an enforcer. So in the world of NBA, and that's it for that part and, for me. And, and Malcolm, just one more thing I want to add. We got that that COVID protocol again. And I mean, oh. it's it's running rapid. I Hold mean, on. Yeah, it is. COVID, you're right. You're right. COVID's Listen, going up everywhere, whether it's it, NFL, it's NHL, just, or NBA. You know, Right just, now, in the it's COVID, a, it's, a it's on the rise. People, be careful. Wear your mask. Just because you're vaccinated, don't mean you can't get it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, still, still do your protocol. Don't three act three players Billy. from the Lakers. Three players yeah. from the Lakers today uh, yes. are out. You know, hey, is um, some it's more on the rise because we're inside now. We're not outdoors no more. Um, we're inside. Um, Dwight Howard, Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, somebody else, I can't remember. Three nobodies. Why. Anyway, yeah, no, no, no. Hey, 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 hey. That's my team, man. That's my team, man. That's my team. Uh, uh, nobody's that nobody really care about on that team. You know? But anyway. Guys, Steph Curry, too hot to handle. Steph Curry is the new all-time three-point shooter, passing Ray Allen's record of 2,973 three-point shots Emerson the greatest shooter of our time hands down in any era and I'll say that I'll say that until the cows come home <laughs> Steph Curry is that dude one of the greatest shooters we've ever been able to see and witness and there have been many many have been we've, we've seen them in all different eras but I'm saying this, and I want everyone to hear me clearly. Hands down, Steph Curry is the greatest shooter that I know I'll ever witness in my lifetime. Terry. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, best shooter in history, best shooter that I've seen since I've been on this planet. Um, it was fitting that he broke the record in the garden um Ooh. but you know it was well deserved Ooh. i mean the, it was yep. for it to happen in the mecca i mean it was to me it was just meant to happen there um he had a couple opportunities to break the record um and i think two games prior to that but you know broke it and where you know players like reggie miller uh shined uh you know made their yeah. name legendary in the garden Steph came in and, and broke the record there. I, I'm I'm happy for him. Congratulations. Uh, I had sent you guys a skit earlier um, during the week <laughs> where they they someone showed how you guard Steph Curry, and it's from the moment he gets up from the bed, you got to guard him. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the <laughs> end of the skit, <laughs> the guy yeah. said, "Hey." I've been guarding him since he got up, and he's still making shots. So yeah. <laughs> sit me down, <laughs> sit me down, coach. So yeah, um, yeah, man. You know he's he's unguardable. unguardable. I mean, you you literally have to guard him once he crosses half court, um, because he will take that shot and he will make it. Um, again, not only one of the best shooters, but one of the most accurate shooters. Mm. I mean, you know. Yeah. So wow. Hmm. Malcolm. Uh what what can you say? I mean, I love spitting the man's government out. Wardell Stephen Curry. The man <laughs> is amazing. I mean, I what can you say? Everybody already said the greatest shooter we've ever seen in our time. He changed the game of basketball. 
I coach youth basketball, you know, when my son was playing and stuff and, you know, until he got older at AAU, everybody that plays today, all them want to shoot threes. They don't want to play defense, but they want to shoot threes. You know what yep. I mean? So I'm like, dude, you got to learn to get to the basket. Steph Curry still goes to the basket. You know what I mean? I said, you can't just shoot a jumper and think you done made it and you done hit a three and you flashing. It's just three points. You got a whole game left. The guy is incredible. Congratulations to him and his family because it had to take hard work for his family, you know, his dad and everybody, his, his brother who balls too, you know, mm-hmm. it takes hard work to get where they are. And that man worked hard. I mean, I still remember when he was being drafted, they said, oh, he had weak ankles, and mm-hmm. which he's, he does, which is true. Mm-hmm. And he won't last in the NBA. He's too thin mm-hmm. or he's too skinny or whatever. But, man, yep. you can't measure the heart. Came from a small school, didn't play against great competition, all of that, they said. The man, the man, you can't say enough about him. I mean, once again, you take your hat off to this brother because he's done this on his own. Two-time MVP. I mean, probably get an MVP this year too, but, and he turned that team around and it's, it's, it's just an accomplishment that, like he said, We'll, well, we'll probably ever, never see again as far as somebody breaking that record. I mean, the man was just a, uh, an assassin out there. Oh, man, he's a sniper with that. He's just, boom. It, it, it's incredible. Congratulations again, Steph Curry. Wardell Stephen Curry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian, uh, thinking about this subject, I thought about what can a skit that I can kind of think of that would come to it, and I came up with Six million dollar man in the <laughs> intro. Young people may not even know that. <laughs> build them better, stronger. He ain't gotta be better. He ain't gotta be stronger, but he's definitely better. Look at him compared to the two people that you see that he just passed, the great ones. Um the the book on Reggie used to be Jordan, and it would be like, make him put it on the floor, make him dribble left. Yes. Steph Curry. You can't, he can go left, he can go right, he can shoot with both hands at the hole, got a DM at the logo, he's shooting from the logo like it's a corner shot. Yes, yes. <laughs> he literally. It's a layup. It's, from the low, it's, it's a layup for him. Way out there, it's a layup. <laughs> yeah, so the only thing I can think of is just his greatness. I put it on our, our um, Twitter account. I was like, enjoy this, people, because you may not see nothing like this ever again. The likes of what he's doing. He, we looked up Reggie Miller, not Reggie Miller, uh, Ray Allen. He Ray played Allen. till he was 39. Steph broke this record. He's what, 32 or something 32. like that? 32. Like that. Yeah, Averaging 32, like 33 threes each season. So where he can end up is where God only knows. And then I was yeah. looking, I was like, he got 4,984 assists. He's about to crack in the top 25. If he gets, let me ask you guys a question. If he gets mm-hmm. one more or two more rings, where does he come in as great? He, he's, he's, he's already top 15. I, I mean, you, you know, and, and I know that, that, you know, there's a lot of arguments with that. People may want to throw in there. He's definitely top 15 right now. I mean, and his yep. career is not over. I mean, we, we don't we don't know. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. is <laughs> I mean, just the fact that today top 15 in my book. 
He, if he gets two more rings or one? Uh, you know what, Brian? If he doesn't get another ring, he's top 15 in my book. Yeah, we, yeah we, I mean, right just, now. just right now. Just the fact that he changed the game. I mean, you have the game. few yeah. people, you know, um, Will, Jordan. Uh, Kareem, mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. Um, LeBron. Um, Magic. But, I mean, like Malcolm said, yeah, Bird. I mean, you like Malcolm said, the three point shot has, in my taken opinion, over. taken over. Taken over. It's revolutionized the game. A, a, what a three sixty dunk can do. It the three point shot now impacts the game more than a um, a dunk over, say, Anybody. a seven footer. Yeah, yep. it, it's a bigger impact on the game now. Yes. I, um. And. Oh, go ahead. I think I would say um, a smart three-point shot is um, is good for the game. Mm-hmm. A dumb a dumb three-point shot is extremely bad for the game. Where that agree? You see a guy, he gets a fast break. He's running down the court. Take the two. Take the layup for the two points instead of kicking it out for a three-point shot. But this is what well, Steph Curry has are, done. He has done Steph, that. Steph Curry. He's changed the way the game is played. Steph, for Steph Curry, I would say you're absolutely right because he's a man that makes a high percentage of three-point shots that he has changed the game even more for even the younger generation that comes up when they watch him play. They want to shoot the three-point shot like Steph. We had our era where that everybody wanted to be like Mike, open up the game, open up the lanes, and clear out and let Mike do his thing. Mm. Now you have this generation coming in, looking at Steph Curry, and they're saying, I want to be like Steph. Let me shoot the three-point shot. Yeah. But be smart about taking the three-point shot. And, and Aaron, can I ask you while we're on the air, could Steph Curry have played in any other era? In your opinion, because me and you have had this conversation before. We've had this, yep, and we'll sure. probably have it again next week. Okay. I, my, my personal feelings is this. I think Steph Curry would have been dominant on offense back with, the as I said to you before, in conversations against the bad boys, where I think Steph Curry would have taken a beating if he had tried to win drive to the basket with Lambert, Rick Mahorn, Dennis Rodman. Even the second thing, uh, another thing about it is they would have beat him up trying to play defense. They would have set hard picks for him. Now you remember when Michael Jordan played, Michael Jordan realized for himself, which Michael Jordan had a bigger frame than Steph Curry. He had to bulk up because what they figured out to do to Michael Jordan was what? Beat him up. Mm. But so you're you're saying the the physicality. Those -hmm. guys play? Yeah. Who? Steve Kerr, the Hornets Axe. Those guys play? What about Mark Price? Mark Price played in that era. I mean, did we forget about him for Cleveland Cavaliers? He was good. Mark Mark, Mark Price had a bigger frame than Steph Curry. Mm, really? 
Yes, he I, did. I, I don't. I don't know if they were that much bigger. But anyway, I'm. I'm just. I'm just bringing out some. He some could have played in any era. No. Any yes. era. Yeah. Thank you. That's where I'm. They got that three point well. line. He can shoot. Yep. The shoot handle. The pass that handle. he can do. He could take all them guys out to the top of the key. Somebody's got to deem. Somebody's got to yeah. come away from the basket. Uh, I mean, I forget his father was great, get... but his father couldn't dribble. Right. Not like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. But his father yeah. didn't have the frame like Steph. And oh, what was the first Aaron. thing? What, all I'm saying is with today's yeah. basketball, right? with today's basketball is more of an open court right. game. And, and I know that, you like to defend that, that era. Okay, but no, go ahead. I, I, don't defend, I don't particularly like how the Detroit Pistons played. But what I'm saying all those guys would have to come out and meet him. So if he's saying, if you think I'm coming in there, no, I'm not going in there. That would be uh, that would be crazy because I know what I know how you play. I'll give you one. So I'm gonna do shoot you, from do you remember when Carl Malone cracked Isaiah Thomas upside the head? Uh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I remember I heard that. something. Okay. He gave him Isaiah was coming across and Carl Malone came across with an elbow and almost knocked his head off. Mm. And he had a big gash on the side of his, on the side of his eye. And it was bleeding like crazy. Oh, I think, yes, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think I was that was it. just from Carl Malone. Mm -hmm. Now, could you imagine what other teams would have done? Because other teams back then, if you recall, you wasn't going to show them up. Well, yeah, but one thing, that's, I, yeah, that style of basketball back then, you want to show them up. They were big bruisers. I, I get it. They would they would beat you up. I get it. Mm -hmm. But one so thing it, I oh, go, go ahead. ahead T. Mm -hmm. No, no, go ahead. Finish. No, go, no, go ahead. I'm finished. One thing I would say is about Curry is all the things that the people were saying about him before when he was at Davidson and before yeah. he got into the league, he's too small. He's not mm -hmm. strong enough. He went in and, you know, especially for the young people out there tuning in and it, what you, you see the ball go in the hoop, but he, you don't see the amount of hours that he put into his game. And what he did was he kind of took his, his weakness and made it a strength to where people say, Oh, he can't get to the basket. He's not strong enough to finish. So he turned that into, well, you got to come out here and meet me. You got you to gotta meet Thank me you. at half court. You got to come and meet me. Yes. You and can't leave me by you. Okay. And I'm a blow by and you. And I can get by you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because he didn't have. Or, or if you come at me and close it down, I'm going to kick it out to somebody like Clay. And he's right. going to knock it down. Right. So I want to give a shout out. Uh, look like why jumped in and may have said that he doesn't. I guess he thinks that Curry could not have played in that generation, mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, who said that? Uh, why? To my name, why? Okay, it was why. What did he say? He doesn't think he doesn't think that Steph Curry. I'm, I'll keep it censored for the for the young folks out there going to school. He said, "Heck no, Curry can't. <laughs> Couldn't have played mm. in the era." Mm. Um, um, I, I'm glad I, you're. I'm glad you're on. <clears throat> my team on exo sports talk and and why <laughs> and why the question i would ask can 
would they have been able to keep up with Steph Curry back then? Because a lot of those guys were slower foot. Slow. That's yeah. uh, let, let's start right there. They were slower foot. Yeah, that's a debate. Yeah. yeah. But good, but good but point, why? Good we're point, going why? to move on because we can be here all day eating hot dogs <laughs> and hamburgers. <laughs> Guys, COVID's running through the NFL. Uh, 39 players. Odell Beckham has COVID. Mm-hmm. And eight Cleveland Brown players have tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Give me a quick answer, Emerson, on how you feel about that. Well, I said this at the beginning of our our, our, our broadcast when we started talking about this. Um, what would happen if two of your major star quarterbacks come down with COVID and we are in the AFC or NFC championship game or Super Bowl? Will we be notified by the NFL that those players have contracted uh, COVID and they're not allowed – Allowing them to play. Thank you, Malcolm. Wear your mask. Um, or <laughs> will we watch two backup quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? And I know, Aaron, you talk about it's all about the money. What will happen there? I, I just want to know what, what's going to happen. What's going to happen if we got two backup quarterbacks starting M, in the Super M, Bowl? M, <laughs> M, M, uh, production uh, meeting, M. Production <laughs> meeting, M. Terry. Oh. Those are, <laughs> Those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. It's concerning. Um, you know, I, I like to know. I, I, I don't think we'll ever find that information out because I know it is probably private information or maybe we will. Um, but how many of those players are vaccinated versus non-vaccinated? Um I believe, like Emerson said before, it's not just the NFL. It's um, you've seen it in the NBA, you've seen it in the NHL. Um, so it's a little concerning. Um, it could impact the game, but the NFL has kind of already come out. Uh, I think before the start of the season, and sent a memo out to the teams that, you know, um, that if players are are getting COVID because they're unvaccinated, it's the team's responsibility and they could very well, they're not, they're not going to accommodate the season. They're not pushing games back. They may push back the times, but they're not going to, if you, if you can't play that week, you can't play that week. And I think there was some talk too. I'm not sure how true it was because this was sent out, I guess, early July that they were going to hold some teams financially responsible. You know, if, if there, if it, if it was because players were unvaccinated. So um, I just hope that everyone's following the health protocols and uh, get, get our NFL players back on the field, first off healthy, and then back on mm-hmm. the field playing again. Malcolm. Let's be real. America has got a little complacent and socially irresponsible at times now. You no, know, well I said. see people, I see people in the stores, you know, with the mask not on. I mean, the other day I was in the grocery store and I had my mask in my pocket and I went back to get something and came back to get the bag. And I went in the grocery store. As soon as I got in the grocery store, a little young man said, Hey, you don't have on your mask. I said, Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I put on my mask real quick. I had it in my pocket. Think about it. Like you said, we're not out of the woods yet. As you can see, it's been going up. It's on a rise. We've got that new variant coming out. Uh, 
America, uh, all over the world, please be safe. Be safe. Save yourself. I mean, if you're vaccinated, okay. You still can catch it. I mean, it's sad that the NFL is on the rise, NBA is on the rise. And by the way, the NBA is trying to soccer. I mean, the NFL is trying to incorporate a way to where the NFL can come back sooner. I don't know if they're going to do it for the non-vaccinated people, but they're going to try to see if they can bring them back sooner. They're trying to find figure out a way because they know playoff time is coming. Because mm-hmm. I got a feeling one of these superstars in the playoffs is going to catch COVID. I hope it's not a cowboy. Yep. But <laughs> one of these players in the superstar will catch COVID. And I don't want to hear them saying, oh, we didn't know. Oh, you knew. Because they're trying to do strenuous protocol now. Right. But I hear you. be safe out there, everybody. Please. Brian. Yeah, I'll just be real quick. Uh, just sports. When you see what's going on is a small sample size just of how quickly this can spread. You see teams, uh, the Bulls, they had to cancel a few games because they didn't even have enough players. So with this being said, it's a small sample size of what globally, what people being more indoors, you just have to be careful, be mindful, you know, um, put on a mask to me. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it's not for yourself. You're thinking about others. I wouldn't want to do something to get somebody else in a predicament where it may not be safe for them. So, let's you know. Let's just hope that uh, the NFL and the NFL Players Association have made another agreement with with COVID. Uh, you can find out more information on the ESPN website because um, some of the, it's so much going on right now. The agreement that they have, if you're, if you have the, uh, you're going to get tested no matter what now in the NFL, whether you're, whether you have the vaccine shot or not, uh, if you are vaccinated, but they're going to be able to tell if you can spread COVID and if okay. you can't spread COVID, but you have it, you can still play on Sunday. So that so, was one of the new rules yeah. that just yes, Malcolm. So if 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 I can just if I can just interject here, Aaron, and I, I'll be very brief. Um, so what if we come to a situation where there's not enough players to suit up on Sunday? Do we have guys playing both ways? I'm just stepping out of the box well, a little bit. That's a Offense good question, Emerson. But due to due to the time restraint. We will have to ask that question next week. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So from there, I can go on, but please check out the ESPN website because they have a lot more information between the NFL and the NFL Players Association, new agreements that they have going forward about COVID. Yep. So for the NFL Week 14, Emerson, Chiefs and Jaguars. I'm going with the Chiefs tonight. All right. Malcolm, Raiders and Browns. I'm going to take the Browns. Wait. I'm sorry. Did you say the Chiefs and who? Chargers. Chargers. Okay. You said Jaguars, you. though. You said Jaguars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hey, you better to get that live yeah. I said, on, I said it was Pro- late. Pro- production Here we go. Meeting. Production <laughs> meeting. Uh, I Pro- said it production was Production meeting. Yeah. Sports, yeah. Anchor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs tonight. I think um, we got a sponsor. We got a sponsor for our show. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Raiders, oh, Raiders versus Browns. Malcolm. I said the Browns. Okay. I, well, you know, due to I'm losing it up here, I you know I, I gotta know. ask. That's okay. That's okay. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots That's and Colts. Brian. A Patriots man. Okay. Cowboys and Giants. Terry. Cowboys. Whew. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> um, Swallow that. Titans one. and Steelers. <laughs> I'm taking this one, and I'm gonna go Steelers. Texans and Jaguars. Emerson. You sure you got the Jaguars right this time? Uh, the Texans and Jaguars. <laughs> you got your Jimmy hat? What do you, what do you got? <laughs> oh, I'm, with, I'm taking the Texans, man. They need to win something. Uh, right. I'm just taking the Jets Texans. Jets and Dolphins. <laughs> Malcolm. The Dolphins. Okay, Washington and Eagles, Brian. Washington. Cardinals and Lions, Terry. Cardinals. All right. Panthers, Bills, Emerson. Ooh, Bills, you better get back on it. I'm going with Buffalo. Okay, Bengals and Denver, Malcolm. I'm going to take the Bengals. I lost on them last week, I think. Falcons and 49ers, Terry. Niners, another must win for us. We're at home. Let's get it done. Packers and Ravens, Brian. Packers. Okay. Saints and Buccaneers, Emerson. Saints. I think it's, um, there's going to be a shock this week. That's the upset of the week. Saints over the Bucks. Saints All over right. the Bucks. Yeah. Get busy, y'all. Yeah. 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 One more time. Get busy, y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't 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 let him think that he's back in the 80s going back into the club with a high top fade uh malcolm uh, yeah, no, no, no high top no <laughs> high top no high top let me see yeah that's mr clean malcolm yes yeah, we get a sponsor for that too could you please yeah. tell him about the subscribe button <laughs> oh, man. thank you thank you everyone for watching Please remember to call the phone number that you see on the teleprompter or your video screen right there. Uh, and, and continue to tell family and friends, thanks for watching. Uh, like once again, we're on all streaming platforms. So please continue to, to uh, tell a friend, tell a family member, you know, thanks for coming out and thanks for watching. We love having fun with you. Peace. And once again, our hearts goes out to the people who lost their lives from the tornado over the weekend and to the Damaris Thomas family. Yes. Truly our hearts go out. Okay. Emerson. Well, 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 we want to thank you for another wonderful show and we're going to see you next time because guess what? I got my swag back. (laughs) I got my swag back. Uh, See, Brian, mommy was right. I should have stayed in school.
Yeah. I should have paid attention more. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, boy. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I got your swag back, huh? Yeah, I got my swag back. <laughs> oh, man.